Allah Allah is the one who جَعَلَ لَكُمْ He has made for you اللَّيْلَ The night Realize the power of the one whom you ask Who is he? The one who has made the night for you Why? لِتَسْكُنُوا فِيهِ So that you may rest in it How has he made the night? Dark, quiet and cool So that you can find sukoon in it Because if it was bright like the day It would be difficult to sleep If it would be bright like the day, then the animals, birds would be awake, right? It would be noisy, that it would again make sleep difficult for you. If it was hot like the day, then again sleep would be difficult. And if you don't get restful sleep, then you can't function properly. So Allah created the night such that you can rest in it. One nahara and the day, He has made it mubsira, one giving sight. Mubsir is one that gives basar. Meaning that enables vision. So the day is such that enables vision. Meaning it allows you to see. Why? Because of the light. In Allah, indeed Allah, ladu fadlin, surely full of bounty. Ala nas upon people. Walakinna akhtarun nas, but most of the people, la yashkurun, they are not grateful. Why? Because they're ignorant of the mun'im. Who is the mun'im? The one who gives these gifts, these blessings? It is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And who is He? Dhu fadl, the Lord of bounty. Majority of mankind is ignorant of Allah's favors. And really, we don't need to think about other people. We need to think about ourselves. If I were to ask you, what is worrying you these days? What is on your mind these days? Perhaps it might be, you know, some kind of stress related to an unfulfilled need. Right? For example, I'm 26, I'm still not married. I am such and such and I still don't have this. You know, I'm in this situation and I'm not even close to fulfilling it. Whatever it may be. We always have some need which is unfulfilled. And majority of the time we're thinking about unfulfilled needs instead of thinking about the things that Allah has given us, the needs that He has fulfilled. We're stressing out about what we don't have, and we forget to look at what we do have. Because Allah has not deprived anybody. If He's not given something, He has certainly given something else. Certainly. So, the ingratitude of people is being mentioned over here. In Surah Hajjah 66, Allah says, إِنَّ الْإِنسَانَ لَكَفُورٌ Indeed, the human being is surely very ungrateful. In Surah Sabah, Ayah 13, وَقَلِيلٌ مِّنْ عِبَادِيَ الشَّكُورِ Very few of my servants are grateful. I was listening to a teacher once, and he was sharing the example of some people say the whole, like, the glass is half full or half empty example. So for the people who view the glass as half empty, they're pessimistic, and those who view it as half full, they're optimistic. But he said the believer with iman, their glass is it's not even that it's half full or half empty. It's always full. And the reason why it's always full is because with Iman, uh, the Prophet ﷺ said, strange are the affairs of the believer. If something pleasant happens, then they are grateful. And if something unpleasant happens or they perceive it to be unpleasant, they are patient with it and they're still grateful. So um, there is this one scholar who said, if what you want doesn't happen, want what happens. Because in reality, like right now in Everything makes sense in hindsight. It doesn't make sense right now. And he gave the example that even if you're going through hardship, 
Maybe in a few years you'll understand why you were put through that. But in this life, if you don't understand, when you meet Allah on the Day of Judgment, Allah asks you, have you ever experienced any difficulty? You will say no. You know? yes, and it so could be because of that hardship. It actually will be because of that hardship that you had gained a higher rank. Yes. That even through our losses, we're actually gaining. We're actually receiving. Apparently we are losing but in reality, we are receiving. This is the state of the believer. Right? For example, if a person has lost a loved one, right? They've lost a loved one. Yes, a loved one has left them. They're gone. But something else has come in their place. Whether it is those moments that they've spent very, very close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, right? Or it is you know, for example, you reflect on the life of the Prophet ﷺ. And the year of grief, the year of sorrow. Why was it the year of sorrow? Why? Because the Prophet ﷺ lost two people that were extremely close to him. How? Firstly, we see that Khadija anha, she was his wife, the first person to believe in him, right? Very close to him, someone who knew him really well and wholeheartedly supported him and loved him and her love was not hidden. It was very obvious. And on top of that, uh, we see that Abu Talib, the uncle of the Prophet ﷺ, he also passed away. And what grieved the Prophet ﷺ about the death of Abu Talib was the fact that he had died as a non-believer. So this was the year of sorrow. And the Prophet ﷺ was so affected by this loss that we see for a long time the Prophet ﷺ stayed single. He did not get married. In fact, he only got married when people persuaded him to. Alright? So anyway, the Prophet ﷺ lost these two very close individuals. Very close individuals. But then, after that, the Prophet ﷺ received the gift of the journey of Mi'raj. And in that journey, he received the order to pray five times a day. And now, with that five times a day prayer, what is it that he gained? Closeness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So remember, anything that is lost, when we lose something, we're actually gaining. We're actually gaining. There is nothing such as a loss in a believer's life. Because when a person suffers something, even for that suffering is reward. Isn't it? You're hurting. You're hurting. You just lost oh, a lot of money. You suffered a financial loss. But for that also, for your sabr, you get ajr. So you didn't really lose anything. You didn't. So over here, what is it that we are being taught? That realize the Lord whom you call upon, the Lord whom you worship, he is the one who has made the night and the day, the one who has fulfilled every single need of yours. But you just get stuck in the apparent. You just say, oh, the night is dark, it's dark, it's dark. Right? You look at one aspect, but realize that there's other sides to it also. It's dark so you can rest. It's cool so that you can rest. It's dark so it's quiet so you can rest. So likewise, anything you suffer in your life, remember there is some benefit behind it. In Allah, لَذُو فَضْلٍ عَلَى النَّاسِ 
Allah is surely one of great bounty on people. Meaning His favors are endless upon mankind. Countless. Everything is Allah's favor on us. Yet we are blind to these blessings. We despair, we get depressed, we feel sad and deprived. We get upset when we have less. And we don't ask the one who can actually give. Allah. That, O oh you all, is Allah, Rabbukum, your Lord, Khaliqu kulli shay, the creator of everything. He is your Lord. La ilaha illahu, there is no deity except Him. Fa'anna tu'fakun, so then how are you deluded? Tu'fakun, hamza fa'kaf, to turn away. How are you turned away from Allah? Why? Why do you get upset? Why do you despair? Why do you get sad? Why do you get disappointed? How can you not worship Him, thank Him, ask Him, beg Him? Your ingratitude, or your thinking that you shouldn't ask Allah, it's amazing. Kadalika, thus, yu'faku, He was deluded. Who? Alladina kanu, those who used to be ayatillahi, in the verses of Allah, yajhadun, they reject. Yajhadun, jim hadal, jihud, to refuse to accept something, to deny it. That just as many of you do not heed the signs of Allah and do not express gratitude for His favors, likewise, there are others who don't heed the obvious signs of Allah. Just as you don't bother asking Allah, there are those who don't bother worshipping Allah. It's just that their ingratitude, their aversion is far worse. And this is also referring to the past people. That there were past nations who denied. So, كَذَلِكَ يُؤْفَكُ الَّذِينَ كَانُوا بِآيَاتِ اللَّهِ يَجْحَدُونَ اللَّهُ الَّذِي Allah is the one who جَعَلَ لَكُمْ Who has made for you الْأَرْضَ The earth قَرَارًا A place of settlement. قَافْرَ رَا What is قَرَار? A stable abode. Right? That the earth is constantly journeying, constantly moving. And despite that, it's a stable abode. There's so much pressure within, so much activity within. But despite that, you can sit calmly. So he has made the earth a qarar. So you can settle, you can live, you can build houses. sama'a and the sky, he has made it as a bina'an, as a ceiling that you cannot cross. وَصَوَّرَكُمْ And he has formed you. صَاد وَرَى صَوَّرُ يُصَوِّرُ تَصْوِيرُ What does tasweer mean? To draw a shape. Right? To draw a picture. And... From this, taswir is to make a form, make its appearance. Alright, so sawwarakum, he formed you, meaning in the best form, he gave you your shape, your appearance, your face, your unique features. Fa'ahsana. So he did well, he made excellent. Suwarakum, your forms. Suwar, plural of the word surah. Okay? That he formed you, but He made your form in the best, in the most beautiful, in the most excellent way. Remember that the word ahsan, alright, it doesn't just mean beautiful. Alright, and we think something is beautiful when it's shiny and glittery, or when it's according to our standards, and if it's not according to our standards, then it's not beautiful. Alright, and it's amazing how, you know, one person will think that something is beautiful, and another person will think the same thing to be very ugly. Or vice versa. Isn't it? Isn't it? It's amazing. You, know, you go shopping, you see something, you're like, oh, that's so pretty. And the person next to you is like, 
oh my God, what are you even thinking? Right? You see these funky shoes and you want to try them on and your mom's like, don't even touch them. Right? Why? Because the tastes are completely different. So remember the word ahsan doesn't just mean beautiful because beauty is in the eyes of the beholder. Right? It changes from person to person. Ahsan gives the meaning of excellence and perfection. Like ihsan. What is ihsan? Excellence and perfection in one's deeds. Alright? So, فَأَحْسَنَ صُوَرَكُمْ That He has made your appearance excellent. Perfect. It is our problem. Again, our ingratitude that we find fault in it. Or that we find faults in the appearance of other people. Whereas Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made it excellent. And when something is excellent, what does it mean? That the job it was made for, the task it was made for, can actually be done with it. You understand? Like for example, if a piece of furniture is made in order to sit on, okay, and if it's made so beautiful, alright, that attention is not given to the comfort, the height, you know, the back or anything like that, then what's going to happen? It's going to turn into a decoration piece because you can't exactly use it. So is it serving its purpose? No. Is the function being fulfilled? No. So we think something is good only when it's apparently pretty. So for example, if a person looks like a Barbie doll, then yes, they're very pretty. Right? But a Barbie doll, what is it? Can a human being ever be like a Barbie doll? Is it possible? No, it's scientifically, biologically impossible. You know that? The height, the shape, the form, everything. It's impossible. If a woman actually had the body of a Barbie doll, she wouldn't be able to function. Yes, she wouldn't be able to function. She would have serious back issues and whatnot. Seriously. So yes, it may be very pretty, but is it functional? It's not functional. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, in His creation, He has combined beauty with functionality. So, فَأَحْسَنَ صُوَرَكُمْ So let us stop being so superficial, right? And thinking that, oh, why do I have this? And why do I have that? And why isn't it like this? And why isn't it like that? No, He's made you functional. So you can fulfill your needs. And it's amazing that even if a person is deprived of a certain part in their body. So for example, if a person is not able to see, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has equipped them with better hearing. Right? With better hearing. With a sharper mind. You know, their other senses become sharper. Their sense of touch becomes very sharp. Their sense of taste is also amazing. This friend of mine, she lives in Pakistan, she's blind. But she is one of the best cooks. It's amazing. The food that she makes, awesome, beautiful. It's delicious. And the first time I had food that she had made, I asked, I'm like, you? Or somebody else in your house made it? No, she cooked it herself. Unbelievable. It's amazing. Likewise, a person could be born without any limbs, without any arms or legs, but they can do amazing things with even just something that looks like a foot. They can walk, they can play soccer, they can swim. Amazing. They're still functional, the way they are. Yes. 
I think everybody knows. Go ahead. So a few years ago, there was a Chinese woman who came. I believe she was Chinese. She was Asian. And um, she was blind. So the judges looked at her. You're coming to a cooking show and you're blind. How is that possible? And believe it or not, she actually ended up winning the entire competition. SubhanAllah. So فَأَحْسَنَ صُوَرَكُمْ Right? That Allah has made you fully functional. Again, we think about what we don't have. Because other people have it, and we think they are a perfect being. Right? But And if I don't have this, then I am imperfect, I am deficient. No. You have been given a different set of abilities. That's what it is. And this is why, you know, the term disabled even... It's something that's criticized. No, don't say it's disabled. There are people with different abilities. Right? Because even though they're not able to walk, because they don't have legs like other people, they can still get from place to place. Right? They just have a different set of abilities. And this is how we need to look at ourselves. فَأَحْسَنَ صُوَرَكُمْ Somebody raise their hand from here. If the table is here, it's only for decoration purpose and this and that, right? So yeah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us, you know, the parts of the body, they have some purpose, right? If there is a table, there should be a purpose for the table, right? Only we only, you know, so houses are so gaudy. Everything is, you have decorations and their walls are so, you know, filled up with the things. We have nothing to, you know, I really want my walls to be empty. So I can think, right? There should be something that I can look at and focus and think about, you know. Again, we've become so superficial that we want things just for the purpose of beautification. Even if they have no function whatsoever. And we see that the way Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has created things is that He has combined beauty with functionality. So, فَأَحْسَنَ صُوَرَكُمْ وَرَزَقَكُمْ And He has provided you مِنَ الطَّيِّبَاتِ From the good things. Meaning He has given you many good things. And of course, طَيِّبَاتِ over here primarily is referring to food. Wholesome, delicious, pleasant food. And again, when it comes to Good food, right? Good food, we think it's for cows. It's not for us, right? Vegetables, greens, we think it's for animals. It's not for us. It's grass, right? Leave the grass for animals. No, this is also for us. It is tayyib food. It is tayyib, right? It's not gross. It's actually delicious. So رَزَقَكُمْ مِنَ الطَّيِّبَاتِ That which is full of nutrition, we don't like it. And that which is void of any nutrition, that is what we like. Strange. Very strange. So رَزَقَكُمْ مِنَ الطَّيِّبَاتِ ذَلِكُمُ اللَّهُ رَبُّكُمْ That, O oh you people, is Allah your Lord, the one who's made you fully functional, and then provided you with the means of subsistence. That is your Lord. فَتَبَارَكَ اللَّهُ So blessed is Allah, رَبُّ الْعَالَمِينَ The Lord of the worlds. How generous He is, and how ungrateful we can become. هُوَ الْحَيِّ He is the ever-living. لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا هُ There is no God worthy of worship except Allah. He is الْحَيِّ What does الْحَيِّ mean? Ever-living. Meaning for whom there is no death. Our life is such that before it was death and after it is going to be death. Our life is not permanent. Allah's sifa of hayat is such that it is from eternity to eternity. He is al-hayy. For whom there is no death. La ilaha illahu. Why? Because there is none like him. فَدْعُوهُ So all people call upon him. Why don't you? 
ask him worship him mukhlisina lahuddin making your deen sincere to him alone meaning worship him alone and make your worship free of any shirk and any riya alhamdulillahi rabbil alamin why should you worship him because the fact is that alhamdulillah all praises for allah who is he rabbil alamin lord of the worlds whether you praise him or not you ask him or not worship him or not the fact is that he is worthy of praise qul say o prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam announced that inni nuhitu indeed i have been forbidden an a'buda that i should worship alladhina those who tad'una you call upon min dunillah besides allah i'm not allowed I'm not allowed to worship anyone other than Allah. Calling upon Allah is ibadah and on other than Allah is shirk. I'm not allowed to do shirk, especially since lamma since once ja'ani it has come to me al-bayyinatu the clear proofs mir rabbi from my lord. The proofs of his oneness have come to me, meaning I have no reason to do shirk. وَأُمِرْتُ And I have been ordered an أُسْلِمَ That I should surrender لِرَبِّ الْعَالَمِينَ To the Lord of the worlds. I have been ordered that I must surrender humble completely with undivided loyalty to who? To the Lord of the worlds. هُوَ الَّذِي He is the one who خَلَقَكُمْ He has created you مِن تُرَابٍ From dust. Meaning your father Adam, he created him from dust. ثُمَّ مِن نُطْفَةٍ Then after him, every other person Right after Adam and Hawa has come from what? ثُمَّ مِنْ نُطْفَةٍ From the sperm drop. Nutfa, نُون طَافَ is used for clear liquid. From the same root is the word نُطَفَ which is used for small pearls. And it refers to the male and female sexual discharge or the egg and the sperm. So he has created you from نُطْفَ This is your origin. ثُمَّ مِنْ عَلَقَ Then from a clinging clot. Meaning that sperm drop turns into a clinging clot. Alaqah. And the word alaqah, ain lam qaf, mu'allaq, is that which is suspended. So alaqah is that which is sticky. Right? And it's referring to a clot of congealed blood that the nutfa develops into upon fertilization. And it's suspended from the womb. It's suspended in the womb. It's attached to the womb. So thumma min alaqatin. ثُمَّ يُخْرِجُكُمْ Then he brings you out, meaning from the wombs of your mothers. How? طِفْلًا As babies. Children. Amazing. Really, the existence of every human being is a miracle. It is a miracle. I mean, where were we? A hundred years ago, 150 years ago. Non-existent. Unknown. Completely unknown. And it's amazing. You know, you see a woman... And then within a few months, she has a baby. Where? How? It's a human being. You know, it's mind-boggling. So, ثُمَّ يُخْرِجِكُمْ طِفْلًا He brings you out as children. ثُمَّ لِتَبْلُغُوا And then your development doesn't stop there at birth. Rather, لِتَبْلُغُوا So that you reach. Meaning you continue to grow until you reach. أَشُدَّكُمْ Your maturity. أَشُدْ شِينْ دَالْ دَالْ The age where... All of one's abilities reach their peak. So physical ability is also at its peak. Mental ability, emotional. Meaning in every way a person becomes more or less stable. And this is referring to the age of 40. ثُمَّ لِتَبْلُغُوا أَشُدَّكُمْ And then what happens? Decline. 
سمتکونو دن یو بکم شیوخا اولد شیوخ پلورل اف دی ورڈ شیخ اینڈ دی ورڈ شیخ ایکچولی مینز سم ون ہوز اولد اوکے شیخ از سم ون ہوز ایجڈ سم ون ہوز اولد اینڈ دین فرام دس اینی پرسن ہو از ڈیزروینگ اف ریسپیکٹ از کالڈ شیخ بیکاز این ایلڈرلی پرسن از ڈیزروینگ اف ریسپیکٹ کریکٹ So anyone who is worthy of respect, whether they are a king, an ustad, an alim, then they are referred to as sheikh. Alright? So, ثُمَّ لِتَكُونُوا شُيُوخًا Then you become old. وَمِنْكُمْ And among you is man who يُتَوَفَّى He is fully taken, meaning he dies, مِنْ قَبْلُ Before. Before that even. Before what? Before becoming shuyukh. Before reaching old age. Or before reaching ashuddakum. So some die before old age. Some die before even they're 40. Some die even before they are tifl. Even before they're born. Meaning in the womb of the mother. وَمِنْكُمْ مَيُّ تَوَفَّى مِنْ قَبْلُ وَلِتَبْلُغُوا Regardless of when you die, You reach ajalam musamma, a fixed time. Meaning each person has numbered days. And once he reaches the last day of his life, then what happens? Death. وَلَعَلَّكُمْ تَعْقِلُونَ He's telling you this so that you reason. You go through all of these stages in your life so that you reason. You understand that there is someone in control and it's definitely not you. It's definitely not you. What is it that you must understand? From the fact that you cannot stop your body from growing. You cannot stop your body from aging. You cannot stop your development. You cannot. It's something that's going to happen. What does it show you? There's someone else in control. And it's definitely not you. Who is he? هُوَ الَّذِي يُحِيُّ وَيُمِيتُ He is the one who gives life and he gives death. فَإِذَا قَضَى أَمْرًا Then when he decrees a matter, فَإِنَّمَا يَقُولُ لَهُ كُنْ فَيَكُونَ Then indeed only he says to it, be, and it happens. He is the one who gives life and death. None is able to do that except Allah. And when he decides that something should happen, someone should be born, or someone should die, or someone should continue to live, then that's not difficult for Allah. All he says is, كُنْ and it happens. It's not difficult for Allah to execute His will. In Surah An-Nahl, Ayah 40, Allah says, إِنَّمَا قَوْلُنَا لِشَيْءٍ إِذَا أَرَدْنَاهُ أَنْ نَقُولَ لَهُ كُنْ فَيَكُونَ Let's listen to the recitation. Allah, الذي جعل لكم الليل لتسكنوا فيه والنهار مبصرا إن الله لذو فضل على الناس ولكن أكثر الناس لا يشكرون ذلكم الله ربكم خالق كل شيء لا إله إلا هو فأنا تؤفكون كَذَلِكَ يُؤْفَكُ الَّذِينَ كَانُوا بِآيَاتِ اللَّهِ يَجْحَدُونَ
اللہ الذي جعل لكم الارض قرارا والسماء بناء وصوركم فاحسن صوركم ورزقكم من الطيبات ذلكم الله ربكم فتبارك الله رب العالمين هو الحي لا اله الا هو فادعوه مخلصين له الدين الحمد لله رب العالمين قل اني نهيت ان اعبد الذين تدعون من دون الله لم ما جاءني البينات من ربي وأمرت أن أسلم لرب العالمين هو الذي خلقكم من تراب ثم من نطفة ثم من علقة ثم ثم يخرجكم طفلا ثم لتبلغوا اشدكم ثم لتكونوا شيوخا ومنكم من يتوفى من قبل ولتبلغوا اجلا مسمى ولعلكم تعقلون هو الذي يحيي ويميت فاذا قضى امرا فانما يقول له كن فيكون